What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Four Fit Podcast. Got Matt here. Got the big John Stud. Got the Wild Bill. Evening, fellas. Evening. How's everyone feeling after a, a, a big, quote unquote, big Eagles win last night? Feeling good? Is everyone feeling as good as Nick Sirianni's feeling? I don't think anybody can be right now. <laughs> He's uh, top of the mountain. I think we just won the Super Bowl. I don't know. Yes. Some question, some questionable uh, activity going on th- uh, in, in in the tunnel, leaving the field last night. Yeah, well, and then also too, the the, the guy I just brought up, what's his name again, Matt? John Middlecoff. He said he did like a if lap, lap around, that right. like a lap around the field afterwards yeah. too. Before, yeah. like that's what he called him a douche about. He's like, he's like, what are you, you know? He's like, what are you in college? Like, like this is the NFL. Like, you're paid to win games. Like, you shake well, I don't know. If, yeah, and I don't know if if people would make such a big deal about it if he didn't prior to the game set go into it. Didn't he say, "Oh, it's just another game. It's it's not that big of a game." And well, he did say, that. "Hey, and if then, you win today, they're not going to give you the Super Bowl rings back," which I like. Like that's like good motivation, like to keep it real. Like, hey, great, yeah. if you win tonight, that's big. I mean, I think it's big that we were zero four against Andy in our career um, since he's left, since we fired him. I think that's a big mental mm-hmm. hurdle to get past. So I think there were a lot of victories morale wise from this, but it's not completely overshadowed, but it's once again, we've given this team bulletin board material now, you know, well, and we were clearly whether on paper or not, like we're, they were, I mean, last night had the two best teams in the NFL, arguably go head to head coming Mm -hmm. off of a bye week And I think any, any game, your first game coming out of a bye week no matter who you face, I think is a big game. I mean, I think that's, that's a testament to how you handle your bye week how you, you know, uh, condition your body, recover, make adjustments, uh, going into the second half of the season. I think it's a big deal whether you pay, play the, the, the best team or the, or the worst team. It's, it's a big deal on how you, how you come back and how, how you come out for the second half of the season. So, uh, I, you know, a win's a win. It wasn't again, you know, the, uh, like, like the, uh, the narrative, uh, for this Eagles season that we've been talking about this whole time, it wasn't pretty, but I will say this, unlike the other wins that weren't so pretty, I feel like this one was a little bit different in that they were going up against the best of the best. Uh, they were, they were clearly getting rocked the, 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 the first half. Um, and they had to figure, they had to figure something out coming out of this into the, into the second half. And they clearly did. They battled, they stayed, they stayed with them. Uh, and uh, you know, I, my game ball would go to Valdez Scantling. I would walk out of the Eagles locker room with the game ball, walk into the chief's locker room and hand it to him because he basically, he basically Nelson Aguilar ourselves a win. Um, and, but you know, without the Devonta Smith play without them staying, staying in it and battling and the defense stepping up the way that they did, they never would have been in that position. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you have to, like we always say in the NBA or in, in the NBA, the NFL, any MLB, any professional sport, you have to have a little bit of luck go your way sometimes. And, um, and the Eagles had that. And, you know, how many times are we on the, the other, the other end of that, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. us, it's us dropping the ball. It's us fumbling in the biggest moments 
Um, case in point, the Super Bowl, Jalen Hurts fumbling, which you know a lot of people could argue saying that was the you know that was the that was the straw that 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 fed him the that broke the camel's back in the Super Bowl. But um, you know, however however you look at it, uh, I still you know, and you could ask them. You know, a lot of the players and coaches said themselves after the game. Again, they haven't played their their best football. Uh, that's a little bit discouraging, to, you know, based on what what I just said. Coming off of a bye week, you want to see a lot of these mistakes corrected um, and adjustments made. Some were, some some are still there, but you have the whole second half of the season to correct it, and you know we'll take that win. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, the the uh, the actions of the uh, of the of the head coach yesterday left. The, left a, a bitter taste in, in some people's mouths. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I can only imagine the emotions coming off the field and, uh, you know, we just have to look ahead, uh, to, to our next, uh, next opponent who is, I, I, I would say, you know, could give us, you know, the same amount of problems, the same amount of intensity and, no, 100%. and, and be just as competitive. Yeah. They're fighting for their lives. And, uh, you know, they just came off a big win. You know, they, they rebounded off of a terrible loss. And so they have, they have a lot to, to, to be fighting for. So it's going to be interesting to see. And, and also, you know, I don't want to jump ahead, but I also do want to talk about the games happening over Thanksgiving and, and Friday, uh, and get your thoughts on black Friday, but like these games Stupid. on Thursday, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, NFC teams that if, you know, if you're an Eagles fan, you should be keeping your eye on. Uh, you know, with Detroit playing, we've got, you know, division rivals going head to head. So, you know, a lot to a lot to look, look, look at for uh, for birds fans on Turkey Day. So the one thing I want to touch on with that Sirianni thing, the reason why I sent it over to you guys was that, like, I, I think someone made the comment here earlier, like, act like you've been there. And yeah. I think we've talked about the T-shirts um, mm. from two years ago. He hasn't done that in a while. No, I think that that's T-shirt thing. I think he got his dick kicked in um, after, <laughs> after basically losing the Super Bowl. Well, no, I think I think he wore that for before the Cowboys game or something. It was like beat Dallas or whatever, and then they got massacred basically. And I think everyone sort of you know got on him about the T-shirt thing. Um, but as like from a coaching standpoint, like I I. I don't feel like that's something Andy Reid would do or Belichick. And I, and I use them as examples, not for, um, you know, they're really good coaches. Um, there are, there have been, co- there's like a, there, you know, Dan Campbell, who's a guy who I think is like super fired up and, you know, would do sort of these types of things. And it's not that it's not that I didn't like the energy. I just, I, I just, I think that quote that I think Bill might've just said, like, act like you've been there, you know, you got your, you got your, you didn't get your ass handed to you in the Super Bowl, but you lost the Super Bowl. Um, you, you talked all week about how this was just another game, and then like you're saying, you do a victory lap around the stadium. The media asked him about him at, asked him about that after the game, um, and he sort of like poo pooed it. Um, and then on top of that, like I said, that video that I sent you guys where he's like screaming at the fans and he doesn't want to, you know, go Chiefs, see ya. And like, listen, I understand. I understand the amount of work and time that he puts into coaching and he's kind of embraced the city. And I like that, but that sort of gives me, um, it gives me a bad feeling about moving forward. Like 
at one point you're going to turn around and see that back on social media when they lose a big game, you know? And I just think that, you know, and again, I don't want to use the Patriots as an, as an example or, or the, or the bar here, but that's something I don't think you'd ever see come out of the Patriots. And I think that's one epiphany that recently that I've had about this season with the Eagles is that I've never really, uh, we've never really been this good and, you know, on paper and being, Mm -hmm. and when I say as good, like dominant, like nine and one's pretty good. Well, I mean, it's a record. It's pretty good. Um, and everyone's talking about us and that very, very, very rarely happens year after year with us in the last two seasons that's happened. So I think that's one thing for me that's, it's kind of uncomfortable. It's probably why I'm so negative about everything, but I just, I just want, I just want the fans to sort of, um, understand, you know, that, getting hyped for that game, like winning a game like that is awesome, but acting like you've been there and kind of like, you know, eating a little humble pie and being like, you know, we didn't play well, which a lot of guys said in the locker room, but kind of just coming off the field and, you know, have those, say those things in the locker room when the cameras aren't on, but knowing that the cameras are always on in the locker room or always on in the tunnel, um, just, just creates more locker room material. Like I think one of you just said earlier, um, and just creates a little bit more crap bullshit that you don't need to deal with when, you know, now everyone's going to be coming for you now, right? You got the record, um, you got the chutzpah, um, everyone's coming for you. You're going to get your best, best game out of anybody that's going to play you now. Um, so it, now you get a little more pressure on you since you're doing so well. But then also when you start to act like a fool like that, I feel like it just adds a little more fuel to fire. So just something I wasn't comfortable with and I figured you guys would feel the same or maybe indifferent about it, but well, I always think that like when a coach or a player interacts with a crowd, you know, it always, it, it always seems, it always seems right. If they're high fiving them, thanking them, you know, um, signing autographs, stuff like that, taking photos and just kind of interacting with them that way. Uh, it always seems to go seem a little bit immature and unprofessional when they, when they talk trash to him. Yeah. I don't know if, and and I don't know if that's right, but it just seems like you're the coach. You're the professional athlete. You're the professional. You're, you're supposed to be above that. Like let the the fans talk, let the fans talk trash to each other. Let the, and then you, the players talk trash to each other. So if it, if it was Nick, like maybe talking trash to, I don't know, Travis Kelsey on the field or something like that, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been taken like, like it was such a big deal or it it wouldn't have looked, it wouldn't have been a, such a bad look, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because that's like, they're operating within their circle, you know, but, but it's like to have like you're Nick Sirianni, you're the, you're the face and the heart and the soul of the Eagles. And you're, 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 it's, it's almost like, you know, to do that to fans who come out and, basically pay, pay you like support your paycheck and pay you millions of dollars. They're why they're you're here and why you're, you live the life you live is it just seems, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. I'm looking for. It just seems it's Bush league. Yeah. It just seems a little, a little immature or like unprofessional. It's it's amateur hour. It's just amateur hour. That's what it looks like. And I don't, and I don't think that's, it was Nick's intent. I think, I think, what Nick was thinking was like, this is going to jack my guys up. This is going to juice them up because we all knew it was a big game. We held our cool, you know, we fought through it. We battled back. 
we were getting our ass kicked because they were, they were getting their ass kicked. I mean, the score didn't, didn't really tell what was actually happening on the field. I mean, we were getting our, the, 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 the trenches were just, they were controlling the trenches early on and it was just, um, they battled back. They found a way and that's a big deal against the defending champions and, you know, the, 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 the best team in the league. Basically. You want to, I mean, you want to do that after a Super Bowl win. I'm all for yeah. it. You want to do that after, you know, a, a, a Dallas Eagles playoff game. I'm all for it. When you do that in a regular season game against, a, 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 again, a p- opponent that you lost to in a Super Bowl, and it's the middle of the season, basically, just walk in with your head down, be be happy, smile, go in the locker room. Because I think exactly what you just said, Matt. It, it it's childish. It, it acts it acts unprofessional to being being a head coach and setting an example. I want my guys. If I were the coach, I want my guys to be doing that. I saw Darius Slay doing, you know, making sort of the same gestures and, you know, talking talking back to the the, the crowd. I want my 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 fan my my team to do that. I just don't want my head coach to do that because we all know what happens to things like that, right? We've seen it time and time again. It turns into bulletin board material. Mm-hmm. It turns into God forbid you see them. Yeah. God forbid you see them in the Super Bowl. That clip will be viral. That oh, clip, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And and that's something you just listen. And, and as the fan of me, like I don't want to see that. You know what I mean? Like I, I that's the stuff that I want to see. Like you know, in the hard knock season f- after, you know, after the season's over, you know what I mean? That's the stuff that I want to see. Like, Oh, that was, that was kind of funny. He did that. I can't believe he did that. You know, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me being an, an old head, old guy, get off my lawn. I just, I know the storyline last night was, you know, the super bowl, right? Cause that was the last time huh. we faced them. But I mean, were you getting just as tired as I was like coming back from commercial and they would, <laughs> they would put up a collage of photos from the super bowl and it was like the confetti coming down and it was mostly Travis Kelsey holding the, the trophy and then with Jason Kelsey walking away. And it's just like, okay, you did that for the first hour and a half leading up to the game. Can we like move on yeah. from that? Like, can you, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I know I probably sound like a sore, you know, loser. Oh, my team didn't win the Super Bowl, you know, but I think I'd be just as sick of it if I was a Chiefs fan. It's like, all right, guys. Like, we know what happened in the Super Bowl. Can we move on here? Like, to that to that point, Matt. Really, real quick. I just want to say, I I, I downloaded this or screenshot this real quick. Just stat for that game. Uh, close to thirty million people tuned in to watch that game last night. It was the most watched NFL game so far this season, and the highest rated Monday Night Football game in twenty five years. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it deserved it. It deserved that attention, I think, because and I think it delivered. Well, you know, no matter what we think about, you know, the X's and O's. Uh, and I know we're really biased and we're really close to it because it's our birds and stuff, but you step back and watch that game. That was probably one of, if not the best football game I watched this year, mm-hmm. you know, and there've been some nail biting games, like, don't get me wrong, but I just feel like that was like your classic Rocky four, you know, you're going punch for punch, you know, I mean, look at how it started two, three and outs, two back-to-back touchdowns. And then there was like back-to-back turn interceptions. It was, it was just, they were going, they were going, you know, just throwing haymaker after haymaker after each other. And then the chiefs found the momentum, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, like they, you know, cause they're that good, you know, but the Eagles found a way to, to, to weather it. And 
you know, say what you will. I mean, the game ended the way it ended. It ended with a, a terrible drop and, uh, you know, and, but, but, but hindsight to that is flip side of that is if, if Valdez scaling did not drop that ball, the game ball will go to Devonta Smith because that, that 40 yard bomb or however long it, far it was. I mean, that was, that was, that was the play of the game in my eyes until that drop, you know? Yeah. I mean, that, that, that changed it, but only thing I will push back on and, you know, they had five drops in the game, but that's what they are this year. They lead the league in drops. They have 25 drops as a team. It's like, yeah. I think that's the hot most ever. In and the penalties NFL too. Through penalties, like I 10, think 11 like, games. I think yeah. what I will say, and again, I know that's an emotional play, this and that, even if MVS catches that ball, there's a minute 35 left and we have three timeouts down three. There's nothing to say. We couldn't have gone back down again. I know. We that's an emotional yeah, no, change. We could've. I mean, you know, every like, thing like that is, you know, whatever, but I think, you know, I, we just I, weren't I, moving the ball very well. No, we weren't, but I mean, we, the weren't. Fourth quarter, we, we scored weren't. two touchdowns. So it's like, yeah. you know, and I mean, then they even did. figured out how to stop swift, you know, in the second half, no, which I mean, was, he, you know, I think, I think he was player of the game because his, his runs and yeah. you know, just, he played consistently well the entire game. Like he did. Devante had the play of the game. I mean that, I mean, like that's literally the tail of two games. If, you know, if Devonte drops that, maybe who knows, maybe we don't score that drive. Yep. If MVS catches it, maybe they went like, and I think yep. that's kind of an Andy back to the, and now, now I got, I don't know if this is Andy's call or is it Brett Veach, the GM of the, 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 the chiefs, yep. the whole, you know, we don't need Tyreek Hill or we don't need Juju. We don't need somebody. It's like, cause they were, they were breaking it down. One of the guys, uh, who was it to saying they were saying, MBS is like Todd Pinkston, basically, you know, that, you know, Andy thinks he can take a guy that's a three or four level receiver and make him your one or two. Same with Kadarius Tony, who's really doesn't have a position in the NFL. And Andy thinks he's this, this army knife, but what does he do consistently? Yeah. He's a good Turner, but he's technically like their second or third receiver. And then you got a rookie in Rashid Rice who's good, but he's a rookie has drop issues. And then you got Sky Moore, a bust from last year, second round pick from them. Um, and you got that so Watson kid, that Watson kid who's Justin young. Watson, I mean, I was hearing about him. He's Tom showing Brady, flashes. Tom Brady didn't even let him basically dress in, when they beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. He was on the Tampa Bay, and he dropped two Brady like long bombs, and Brady basically put him out the pasture. <laughs> he didn't want him playing. He didn't even let him. You know, they didn't. He didn't even dress in the Super Bowl for Tampa. So again, like again, I understand when you know they have two high priced the end and Frank Clark and Chris Jones, a lot of their line O line make big money. They got big money corners linebacker, And I get it. Like the dollars don't add up. Um, but I mean, look what, it, you know, I guess we still have another technically, I guess two years with Jalen, the way how we did his deal to where we can afford some, you know, having AJ and Devon, you know, guys. But I think that's, kind of the chiefs, you know, could be the chiefs Achilles heel that, you know, they're talking about it today. And one of the shows I saw might've been around if it was rich Eisen or one of the, one of those national shows, they were just saying that, you know, yes, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't think that's really debatable, but he can't catch the ball too. Yeah. And Andy once again is kind of, they said this was like an Andy Reid game when he was an Eagle when he scripts the first 12, 15, 16 plays, he's arguably the best offensive coach in Phil Walsh in the NFL. Every first half, 
can't stop them. But once the defense gets a chance to regroup at halftime, and you know, I guess that's one thing we talked about, John, yesterday watching the game is they did do that. I guess Zach Cunningham did become a spy in second half. Him and Bleed Rankins, Bleed uh, Matt's boy Blankenship. Uh, Blankenship. They they were like alternating on who was kind of spying on him to, to throw him off a little bit just so he couldn't key in on one guy kind of. So, you know, I think that's one thing that deserves some credit. I mean, the Chiefs are the worst offense in the second half all year in the NFL. Like, that's pretty crazy. But I think Desai, I don't know if it's Desai or the Chiefs or, again, a combination of the two. I think shutting them out in the second half is no easy, you know, easy, no. e- easy feat. I mean, uh, I, I mean, like, you know, it's, it's, if you, I mean, you're talking about it too. And this is why last night I wasn't as impressed with the win, but when I kind of slept on it and just listened to some of the, the analysis today, if you would have told me that we had seven points at halftime and AJ Brown had one catch for eight yards the entire game. I'm like, Oh great. We lost 34 to 10. Perfect. In, in you know, Kansas you know city. I mean? Yeah. Like, in Kansas you know, city. No doubt. So yeah. The fact that it goes, what Matt was saying earlier, we over, we just, and they talked about on this. Why I know it was on Callan Cahard because he's a big Jalen and Eagles guy was just saying that it's ugly, but that's our style. It's, Yes, you said it earlier, the Chiefs were the first team all year to manhandle us a little bit in the trenches, but we just, you can't knock us out, and we know how to counterpunch. And I think that's the that's one mm. really good quality, and we're going to need it against teams like Dallas and San Fran, which we've mm-hmm. already shown. It's, yeah, we, you know, I saw a stat, Jalen is 13-0 and against, uh, winning teams, winning teams the last two years, and he's four and zero when trailing by ten points or more this year. At some point in the game, I mean those <clears> like Brady esque stats, and I'm not trying <clears> to be <throat> like oh, but that's the kind of guy that doesn't you. You see those things, and after that first quarter interception, which was clearly his fault, he misread the you know the play. They were in his face. He went he went like twelve for eighteen passing, no touchdowns, but no interceptions. Like he knew what the game was. It's like, yeah, I don't like seeing sacks or stupid scrambles for no yards or one yards, but he understood like, don't make the big mistake. Like live to fight another day. The defense is playing good. Like don't try to force it in, give them a short field. And I think that's what has me excited for this team. And, uh, is, is that you just, you know, touchdown or not. Like when he had that first rushing touchdown to make it uh 17, 14, it runs in the end zone, did the Brian Westbrook, just flipped the ball to the ref, mm-hmm. you know, high fived a little bit and ran off the field because he's been in the end zone 40 times before. He didn't just spike the ball, do the gritty like he did when he was a rookie and all that. Like, mm-hmm. he's got, like, we're still losing the game. Get off the field, kick yeah, the point. Job ain't finished. Again, and, and that's where, and complete side note, once somebody took off the Jalen Hurt jersey last night, change. <laughs> just putting it oh, out boy. there. In the well, Bill, well, Bill, you brought up two really good points that I wanted to bring up, um, and I'm glad that you you touched on them a little bit. Was now that you know we're coming off our bye and we're entering the the downside of this season, uh, we've seen enough of this team, I think, to start identifying what they're um, what they're what they're made of and what is their what their identity is. I mean, is this i this this Eagles team, uh, you know, f- function over fashion? function over flash, you know, I mean, are we yearning the, the, the dominant 
you know, a 21 point blowout every week when that's not what this team does. This team will come out go out and win games, but it's just not going to be pretty. Uh, but they'll, they have the grit, they have the fight and the tenacity to, to find and the will to find a way to win when what we're looking for is blowouts. dominance, you know, and blow. <laughs> we saw last year, which, which, yeah, which might not be this team's identity. So moving forward, is it safe to say that this team's identity is starting to be, you know, that, that, that come from behind, play from behind, uh, you know, grind it out type of type of team that will ultimately win. It's just, you know, it's not going to be, pre- it's not going to be pretty. And also, um, you know, what could be the, we talked about the Achilles heel of the chiefs. And I think the, one of the first things that, that, that I thought of when I woke up, cause again, you know, I think I had to sleep off the wind to f- fully process cause so much happened, you know, so many things, there are so many ways you could, you could sum up this game. Um, whether it's a good win, an ugly win, a bad loss, whether the chiefs, you know, beat themselves and that's why the Eagles won. But I thought I, I woke up thinking, man, do they miss Tyreek Hill? Because mm-hmm. I mean, if that was Hill, you know, running down the field and not MSV uh, or M- MVS, whatever his name is, Al Aguilar, well, let's just call him Aguilar in a Chiefs jersey. I mean, <laughs> would we would we be talking about a loss? You know, a heartbreaking last play. You know, final not last play, but like fourth quarter. You know, uh, and, and and a big, you know, uh, a big, uh, you know, death blow punch to the Eagles that the Chiefs gave us that Tyreek Hill delivered. I mean, it's just, it, and what 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 could be the Achilles heel for the Eagles? Is it the law? Lo- eventually, is could it be the loss of Dallas Goddard? Because, you know, I think the Chiefs exposed. Hurt. I think the Chiefs exposed a lot of issues of us not having Goddard. Last no, night. he's become uh, he's become Jalen's security blanket. That you know he's not always catching thirty yard passes, but he catches six. And even just yard. from a blocking standpoint, he's you know? one of the best tight ends. He you know next to next to Kelsey. I I, I mean and and I think Kelsey we saw last night firsthand. You watching got Kelsey, for, you got Kittle, you know, and then I, I, I think Goddard is thinking about Goddard. It's all one A, one B, one C. Pick your flavor. Cause mm-hmm. I think Goddard might be the best blocking tight end in the league. And he's probably not that far behind Kittle. And, and I think we saw last night and the Chiefs fans have to have, have seen it all years. I think Kelsey's lost a step. I think he's 34 and he, and you seeing him be 34. Like he still is going to make going plays. To, he's going to too many after parties, too many. It, after, it's true. I'm flying to Rio. After parties. It's one thing when you're 27, 28, you know, 26. Yeah. And, I, and I, I'm not trying to say he's not the best tight end in football still. But I mean, he had seven catches for forty-four yards. I mean, he had a big fumble. He had a big drop. Every every big guy like that, you know, has a has a game like that. It's, yeah, but look at his, but, but look, but look at them all year. They're they they're they've lost three games. They didn't. They haven't scored a point in the second half in three games. Like this isn't just like an anomaly. And do I think they're the best team in the AFC? Yeah, I don't think Lamar is beating him. I don't. I think if Deshaun Watson didn't get hurt, the Browns might have had a chance because Deshaun can play big in big games. He has that in him. But I think with Burrow going down and unless Josh Allen somehow then the Bills turn it around and really heat up, I think it's going to come down to like the Jags or Chiefs. 
And I mean, you know, that could be a good game. Cause I mean, Trevor has that big game juice in him too. And so does Dougie P. But there's one stat that I wanted to also bring up. Uh, it was a tweet from Ellie Shore Parks, one of our brethren. The Chiefs had more passing yards, more rushing yards, more plays, more yards per play. They were better on third down, fewer penalty yards, and more time of possession. But they turned it over twice. The Eagles only turned it over once. That was the game. And I thought that was a really interesting sort of Cliff Notes version of how how the difference of between two teams, like what you know. The, well, I don't want to say dominant, but like can, a lot of differences on, on either side. You can take it to next gen stat even further. The both turnovers were inside the red zone for the Chiefs. They were they scored two out of four times in the red zone. We scored three touchdowns out of three red zone trips. That's where the game was won. If one of our red zone trips is a field goal, we lose that game. It's that simple. And throughout uh, the beginning of the season, we always joked. Matt Matt said that Philadelphia field goals were cool. Field goals are cool. Real, real cool. And I think that's what I think is why, you know, some national media people are, I mean, who have always been on it, um, you know, just kind of exemplify or, or reiterated like that was our Achilles heels on this team. Other than, you know, we weren't getting, we weren't getting turnovers earlier in the season called as a defense. We weren't getting quarterback sacked, a lot of pressures, but we were, we had a, our red zone offense really deteriorated. I think to, to, to your point, Matt, where you said earlier, what's our Achilles heel? It's that right there, the red zone offense. If we get yeah. back to scoring two, you know, three out of four times we're in the red zone, we score a touchdown and a field goal the other time. And like, that's, that's our Achilles heel is when you get inside the 20, you got to punch it in. You got to punch it in when you get into the 20, because when you start playing teams like San Fran and Dallas, it's not easy to get into the 20. So when you do, you got to finish it. And I think that's really, I mean, think about it. Even if the chiefs don't turn the, have have no turnovers in the red zone and you just kick two field goals, it's 21, 20. And that whole last drive is different playing for a field goal for them. You know what I mean? Like they're just, their mentality is just thinking dunk, getting a field goal range and call it a day. Are we so, also going to have a game though, Bill, where AJ Brown has that, little target share and you know i mean he was do- he's been dominant well, they said that willie sneed followed him around the field like took the assignment as he wanted to shut him down mm-hmm. and they were basically they were they were blanketing him the whole day they doubled him the whole game and they said anybody but aj is going to beat us and i think that's one of the things jalen has to continue to improve on is his his when he dropped back to pass his first and second read is always aj is AJ open again? Like he just hones in on AJ, and we don't have Goddard. Yeah, and and, and now Devontae's showing. I mean, we watched that one play. Remember that one play when he 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 was kind of scrambling, but Devontae was wide open, could have walked in in the third quarter mm-hmm. on that third down play. Like we've been saying, Devontae. Because it, uh, I think it was Chris Tim talking about it. How on basically 25, 24, He said I think he said twenty five teams in the NFL. Devontae would be an all pro receiver on. He said, just the fact that it's behind AJ Brown, who is the better receiver at this point? I'm not trying to be like, he's not yeah. Devontae is like a, a sniff in a one B to his one a like, and, and I think hopefully that's what Jalen saw tonight. It's like, you've got to identify they're taking AJ out. You've got to go to Devontae. Like they can't because that's what they said. They did six bags was blitzing a lot and playing a lot of six, seven man boxes to take away the run saying basically Jalen, you can't read us on defense. 
one of Matt's favorite things. And you have to decide where to get the ball to because we're going to play man-to-man on AJ, Devontae, or your slot receiver. You got to find the right guy to go to. And on that big play, Matt, it was one-on-one with the safety, and he found the mismatch, and he made it happen. And that's how he won the game. Like, he read the play right, and he made the throw. That's all. It's just that simple. Like, and I think that's his, he said it earlier in the post game or not earlier in the post game about how they're building the character or whatever with the win and stuff like they're, they're, you know, and I think that's true. It's like all these games just reiterate that like, okay, like we're not afraid of the moment. We just got to make sure that we're in the game to make that moment. And like, you know, and that's kind of the thing. It's like, think about it. Even that Jets game, we had what four or five turnovers that game. At mm-hmm. least four. He had like three. He had didn't Jalen have like three or four interceptions that game, and two yeah. of them were like bad. Pick, pick sixes. Yep. So it's like, and we still only lost by six points. Now I know it's the Jet that's not trying to be whatever. Yeah. But like, we played a horrible game and still only lost by less than a t- like. That's what I kind of. Now we've won a lot of games by only a couple points, and that's why the NFL the mar- the margin of victory is so thin. But I just feel like. And not to, you know, to give Sirianni some praise because I, I am very displeased with him after the postgame antics. I think what he brings is that belief and that I think he has that fire. He is like a Mike Tomlin, a Pete Carroll, a rah-rah, let's go, let's chest bump. And that works for this team. And I think they kind of know he's kind of like, all right, whatever, whatever. Like, you know, I don't think they like – I think the position coaches have a lot to do, but to what we were saying earlier, why this team's different. And I think it's, isn't something new. Um, but cause I was reading a couple maybe a couple days ago about it, how Shane Steckton is one of the most overlooked offensive minds in the NFL. Like he, I mean, look at Justin Herbert. He made Herbert look like an MVP for two years. He leaves. Herbert hasn't looked the same at all. He comes in here and made Jalen Hurts an MVP candidate. He has Gardner Minshew five and five. Yeah. You know, like the, like calling plays is, is, you know, I'm not trying to get carried away with it, but it's like an art form. It's just seeing how the game's flowing and just sometimes guessing right. Obviously, like we said, sometimes better to be lucky than good. But I think we're truly seeing how poorly of a play calling we've had like in the game, like this season, like I think there hasn't been one game, like you said earlier, Matt, that we've not just clicked and it's like, man, we scored 30 points and it was easy. It's like, Oh, we scored 30, but we've had two short fields. And I think that's the one thing that I don't know if it's going to work itself out with only seven more games to go, or if we just got to rely on having really good players is we have to have coaching, put our players in the position to make plays and that first half they're talking about it on, uh, on PFT. It's like when all year have you been running bubble screens, your bubble screens consistently to Julio and Devante and, and um, our slot receiver, a whatever his name is a Lachunas. Well, that's not, that's not what it is. Um, Zacchaeus, or no, oh, Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus. 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 It's, Zacchaeus. Like, it's like, what are you doing? Like you're a running team and you're, and you're a play action, go deep and you're not doing either of those. Like, and it's just, I think that's kind of like, we basically got cute in the first half trying to outsmart Spagnoli. And it's like, 
what are you doing? Like, I loved it when they, when they, when they ran it on the one side and then the very next play, they ran it on the opposite side thinking like, that's oh, they'll Andy, never see it coming again. That's what Andy did <laughs> against like, us the Super Bowl. Andy did that on those touchdown plays. Remember basically the same play. Yeah. He just it wasn't back to back. Successful. Just, yeah. He flipped, he just when they the started side. running those bubble screens, I was like, we were losing, we we're going to lose this game. We don't know what, we don't know what to do. Like no, you don't we're running out of ideas. You get points go that way. Yeah. No, and 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 I think what we're gonna have to hopefully do, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday, it's maybe work Julio more into like a Goddard role across the middle. Like he's not <laughs> Julio's not gonna have fifty yard touchdowns, but he can catch nine yard passes on third and seven. He's a yeah. big guy, he's six three, yeah. six four. So He'll still go across get you the some middle. Yak too. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's a big guy, he has great hands. Like, you know, that's what it's like. That's where I want to see this team progress these next few games because, you know, against the Bills, against, you know, Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen, you know, this is like old school Chiefs next week because Stephon Diggs can light you up. Gabe Davis can light you up. That guy, you got that rookie kid, Shakir. I mean, they put up 32 on the Jets. and the, I mean, the, the Jets were kind of at that point tired because they were on the field the entire game. But Jets have a, a nasty defense, and it's like, all right, well, think of the other against the Jets, you know, who arguably had the two best cornerbacks and the best linebackers in football. What are Roger Mokes going to do out there? You know, is Julio Jones going to be our Legarrette Blunt this year? Where like uh, we need a, if too- we need if we need a play, like there he's just he's that veteran guy that'll just that has has the experience, and if we need if we need a play, he just gets it for us to kind of either spark some momentum or, or keep a, keep a drive going. I mean, I, I kind of think I, so. No, no, I, I, I kind of think so. I mean, you don't, you don't have Quez Watkins, you, you know, you're not, he's not doing nothing. I you're, think it's pretty obvious, John, that it's, I think, I think it's time for Devonte Smith to be heavily targeted every game. I think if well, I mean, he has 15 targets, there's only, there's only so much ball you can throw around though. No, you know what I'm mean? saying is when you have two number one receivers, there's no reason you, there's no reason he shouldn't have double digit targets every game. There's no reason, zero reason. I mean, if you take out the tight end, I mean, yeah, with Goddard, with Goddard gone, that's what I mean with Goddard gone. But I, but I don't, I think that's part of our problem is that now we don't have Goddard. We have to get through the next two games. I think he might be coming back in two weeks, believe it or not. But do but you know, you get- I mean, on that big 40-yard catch he had, you know what they did. They lined up A.J. Brown, and they put Devontae in the slot for the first time in a long time. And what happened? He broke free against the safety. Like, we have to get fucking creative. Like, we can't just be like, oh, we have Jalen and this team's so – like, no. Like, we need to, like, keep people on their toes. Like, you can't just run – and that's what I – We also need a safety valve, though, Bill. I think that's where – we're part of our part of you our know, safety valve is not worked. How about a screen game with Swift and Boston Scott? Like, how about dump? Like, we have no screen game, and part of it is is Jalen doesn't doesn't have great. He's like Carson Wentz. It's like and McNabb. They don't have that touch. But I mean, think about it. We had those two big screen passes to Swift. Both went over twenty yards, mm-hmm. and the one late he didn't get far. He caught it, but he, the guy made a good play. Tranquil, the linebacker. But I think I I, I feel like that's one of the things that our offense is running into is yes, it's smart to call plays that work consistently, but I don't think our playbook is diverse as it needs to be. You know what I mean? I, like, think, I don't think we, we don't change it up. Yeah. Enough. I think Brian Johnson, Brian Johnson is predictable to, to defend is what I'm trying to get across. But to that, to that point, Bill, I think as, 
as many things as Jalen does well, I think he's still developing, believe it or not. And, you know, that might just not be in his, in his toolbox yet. You know, I mean, next year, the year after he might develop that touch when, you know, he, he has to rely even less on his leg. I mean, look at, look at case in point this year, like he's wearing a knee brace. We know he's, you know, that knee is, is a concern. What has he done? He's really honed in on his passing in the, you know, especially within the last like handful of games, you've seen him step up and really deliver, you know, and be a lot more accurate and a, and a lot more dependable in the pocket. Um, so I think, you know, when you're talking about, you know, more creative design plays, I think it might just be a matter of him just not being comfortable running, running things like that yet, because he's never had to. You no, know? And, I mean, and I think you're right, but I think this is the time to, to try them because yeah, you know, it's, it's in, you know, the playoffs, you know, are going to be here soon enough. And it's, again, I'm not trying to say, you know, you gotta have a thousand plays, but I mean, look at it. We, right. when yeah, you gotta have enough blitz, gas in the tank, man, they blitz, have enough they gas blitz like tank. more than half the plays last night or whatever. The number was insane. It's like, yeah, it was it took us three quarters to do a screen pass and we were getting like finally moving. It's like, you can't do the same thing. We clearly can't five guys can't block six, seven guys rushing. Like but think, well, but I think also what are we that doing? Too. Think about that too. Like like if you're other teams around the league watching last night, like how many other teams around the league can can you safely say can do the same thing that the Chiefs did to, to no, even I mean, like put us, had the put us on the ropes in even, the NFL behind know? the Jets? The, and yeah. that's one of the things I was gonna bring up. The Chiefs put a lot of money in their defense. Like they, they're talking about that, like today in one of the shows too, is how the Chiefs are kind of entering part two of their dynasty. How the Patriots kind of did. Like they're built. I mean, they haven't given up. I, I think I, I, and I don't want to be. Maybe we could have StatFit check this. <laughs> I don't think they've given up more than twenty-one points all year in a game. Yeah, um, like their defense is legit, um, and. And like, that's part of their game. Matt. Like you said, it's like the Vikings plus us like almost every play too, but we scored 30 points on them because the Vikings aren't the chiefs, you know? And that's right. So it's like, I think you're right. I think there's a blueprint to maybe how to slow us down, but you got to have the horses to do that. You got to have, them. you got to have the ammo. Yeah. And I think, and how many I don't teams think the Lions the do. Have the ammo, I don't think any know? team does Cowboys maybe, but they maybe. lost big. They lost. I mean, that was their best player on defense. Trayvon Diggs. 49ers. the 49ers, someone's talking about it. They just lost their best safety. That dude, Charlie Patolo guy, whatever he tore his ACL. He's out for the year. He's like one of their, he's like the next to Fred Warner and Nick Bosa. He's their heart and soul of the back end of that defense. Like, you know, it's one of those that like, I don't know, like, and again, and that's Brock why I br- Purdy doesn't scare me, but I'm not, and you know, that's why I bring up, to that. that's why I bring up these Thanksgiving games because we've got teams like the lions, the Cowboys, the Niners, even the Seahawks, you know, playing 24 to the Broncos, just 24. It was 24 to the Broncos. Sorry, Matt, 24 to the Broncos, 21 to someone else. And and it was like another 20. So, yes. So so you don't score 30 on these guys basically to, you know, so you gotta, you gotta win close games. I mean, I'm not that you can't score, but no, it's, it's no, it's this, this chief team isn't the chief team from, Tyreek Hill is where they just won 38 to 30. It's they're trying to win games 24, 20. That's, that's this chiefs team where we've shown 
against the Vic against the Vikings, against the Cowboys, against the um, uh, Redskins twice. We can win a game 38-35, or we can win a game like we did yesterday, 21. Again, that's what I think we are. I think we're a chameleon. I think we can morph into whatever we need to that game. It just, you know, it's just everything else. It's like you said, on that one sack, the Jalen got hit and the ball bounced right down. And he picked it right back up. Maybe one week that ball kicks to the side and the D lineman falls on it. You know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. Well, we it's got, we interesting. Got we're talking about these teams that could have the ammo to deliver an onslaught the way the chiefs did to us the first half last night, because aside from the bills, which, you know, they're AFC, I think they could, I mean, they could bring it just as, I mean, they, they were probably oh, no, sitting back game, last this, night this saying, Oh, gauntlet. this is still oh, like, look, this yeah, is yeah. uh next four know, games. And, are then, and, then, and then you got the Niners and you got the Cowboys and we got the Seahawks. We're talking about, we're, we're going to be playing all the teams that we were just bringing up, you know, that could, that could, you know, put us, put us on the ropes like the chiefs did and yeah. the chiefs, you know, gave them a little crack behind the curtain, you know, you know, gave them a little bit of, you know, I'm sure they're, they're all looking at the, at the film today and, and, and dissecting what the chief schemed against us that, that came very close to working. I mean, a drop pass away, you could arguably say. So no, I mean, we have to, I mean, we have to win this division still. I mean, the Cowboys are only two games back. I mean, we got to, you know, it's that game against Dallas in three weeks could be for the division. You know, who knows how it yep. shakes down. I mean, Dallas only Dallas plays Detroit and us. And I think those are their like last hardest games. So Dallas might only have three or four losses. You know, I mean, Dallas could easily win 13 games, you know, so it's, we could go from being a one seed to trying to, you know, to now having to play first week. And so no, I mean, this nine and one is great, but you know, the, the margin for error is so slim. And that's the thing at the beginning when you're, when you're trying to be the best, you know, it's not just, Hey, we want to make the playoffs and we're going to get in, but it's like, okay, now we, now we want to be elite. Well, that's, you know, like I said, it's a, it's a paper thin margin between being elite and very good. And okay. Like, you know what I mean? It just, every, mm-hmm. every tier it's, you know, so it's, there's also a lot of luck and we talk about that a lot here, but yeah. watching that game last night, again, the drop by MVS, the the drops from Kelsey that generally don't happen. Um, and I know Bill, you, you mentioned that they're, they have the most drops in the league, which doesn't help there. And again, I don't want to play the super bowl, uh, back again and say like, Oh, it was raining last night and that didn't help catching either. But looking back at that, you know, fourth and 25 play at the end of the game, um, that guy, that Watson kid, that ball, if you watch the replay, it is in his hands. I mean, yep. it's catchable ball. I went back and watched the Manning cast. Cause I, I, I just love the, the input that Peyton and Eli have on that. And it's, yeah. it, it, they were like shocked after watching that replay that that was just like poor defense. It was just poor mm-hmm. defense. And that's the, that's the issue that I have still going forward. That doesn't make me warm and fuzzy about this team is that when you're, when you're constantly, you know, a fourth and 25, first of all, if it happens, you know, you shouldn't, a team shouldn't be close to giving that up. We were all, we were all like sweating last night, fourth and 25. We have the lead. It's for the game. And, and I'm asking myself, why do I not feel good? Why, why, why am I, why am I (laughs) pissing my pants right now? 
Exactly. And, and again, when you and again, I don't mean to be like stat fit again, but I think it's interesting. Yeah. Well, first of all, rushing yards against us per game, we're we're first in the league. Okay, we can't be first in the league getting our dicks kicked in again. Uh, using that term when we're getting rushed on like that, you have Jordan Davis, you have Jalen Carter who are supposed to be these guys that we, we drafted very high. We had a lot of expectation, Georgia Bulldogs, this Georgia Bulldogs at yeah, where are they stopping not the run? tackle Mahomes again last night? It All was right. like, there were so many situations where I thought we had him dead to rights. And then he just squirms. I mean, listen, we're dealing with one of the great, like, you know, possibly one of the greatest all time. I get that. But like, I mean, why couldn't we get to him? If, if it's not for Reddick tripping him up, um, and Bill, we talked about this when Reddick tricked him up, tripped him up at the end yeah. of the game when he tried to kind of throw that like jump pass, yeah. and he kind of like overthrew that guy. If he didn't trip that guy, I mean, he probably could have had a more uh, like a more um, more like accurate a, throw. More, thank you, yeah, more yeah, accurate yeah, pass. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean that's what that, we didn't get in the Super Bowl. Like that was Reddick's the problem. Like the only guy getting to the quarterback these days. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, well, Josh Sweat gets there a little bit. Josh Sweat's been playing real good, but I know what you mean. Last yeah, but, year was yeah. a, it was a feat. But past that level, Josh Sweat was just getting penalties last night. That's all he was doing. Yeah, sorry, Bill. I was going to say, back to Matt's point real quick, the reason we can't get Mahomes, and this is why I continuously will, I'm not cheering for him, say he's the best quarterback in the league, hands none. Bill has Mahomes a shrine in his closet. Is, Oh, hands down. I got twice you know, right. <laughs> yeah, it's every, yeah. every day, every day. Um, <laughs> he's one of, he is literally the perfect mold of a quarterback with the vision, the arm, and he is one of the fastest quarterbacks. He just doesn't look like it. He's like Jalen. Yeah. He doesn't seem like he's moving thick, and, but he's six two, two thirty. You can't arm tackle the guy. You really got to wrap him up. And he is way faster than he looks on TV. Like, it's like watching the Joker play basketball. You're like, how's this guy getting to the rim? hundred percent. That's a perfect comparison <laughs> that like, he's not, he's not built like Justin Herbert where he's chiseled. He's got that, that football body, a little pooch belly, you know, big, big bottom half like McNabb and Jalen. But he can but, swing like, it too. That's the problem. Well, I'm saying he's the perfect quarterback. He knows he's a pocket passer. Who was who's not a running quarterback, but he is mobile as hell, and yeah. you can't arm tackle. He's like Lamar; you can arm tackle because he's so small. Like Lamar, you can slice, like kind of hit him, bump into him, and he falls over. Mahomes is like Jalen, you know, it, 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 in the sense that like you got to wrap him up. Like you can't just try to, and that's it's why it's like Josh Josh Allen's another basically. One. They're, 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 Josh is just a little bigger than Mahomes, but yeah. they're the same quarterback, and that's why Mahomes to me is the greatest because. You can't just like, you know, like Justin Herbert can move a little bit, but he's not a, he's not a mobile quarterback. Like him, yeah. you wrap up and he's done. Like in the pocket, and Mahomes is if once he decides he can't throw the ball on this play, or right, I'm gonna run for five, six, seven yards, like no problem. And like that's why he's so we saw it all night until we started spying him on the first half. He tries and tries and tries to throw the ball down the field because he's a quarterback. But yeah. once he determines, shit, I can't. I'll just take five yards. And that's what they were doing the whole first half. It was second and five, third and one, third and two, because he just, I, I, I don't know offhand. Maybe John can give it to us because he's stat master. <laughs> I guarantee he had at least 35, 40 yards rushing. 
I, I failed at being stat master. I'm looking at this, and we are ranked first against the rush. As my apologies, we're giving up 76 yards per per game in rushing. So they're uh, number one. We were at and I don't want to die yesterday. But I don't want to digress either. I don't want to digress either, but I brought up Josh no, Allen. And I don't know. That's a lot for a quarterback, dude. Watching Josh Allen launch a football like 70 yards might be one of the most beautiful, like smooth things I've ever seen in my life. The way he throws a football. The little, little, that's, uh, that's it. Always had and, that wrist I liked. I didn't, I, yeah, I, I don't want to digress, but like, I just always love watching when he has to like launch, launch the ball, like 60 yards. It looks like he, he, he's only trying to throw a 20 yards, mm-hmm. no, but it's just, right. it just, it's just, it's just shot out of a cannon. It's, it's insane. My, my feelings after, after the game and after listening to post game and kind of, and of course, listening to forfeit podcast of course, episode here, of course, yeah. uh, my analogy, because I love analogies, was like when you're in school and like you yeah. didn't study for a test, right? And they just yep. they just hand you that quiz and you mm-hmm. just guessed on everything and you guessed yeah. on everything. You got a like an like an A minus. <laughs> you know, like it's that feeling that you did. You, man, it's like man, you got you're that. Like, Ooh, I don't you know how that. I got that one right. But when that yeah. fucking final comes around and you know that you didn't study for the midterm and you just got I mean, that quiz and you just got you just got to throw it by the skin of your your balls. Yeah. When that midterm comes around, like you either had to be really, you're gonna have to be really lucky again, which chances are isn't gonna happen, or you're gonna have to study. And that was my feeling about this this game was like I felt like it was lucky, I I didn't feel overly satisfied, and you know I, I understand our schedule's tougher than it was last season, and, and this is a different year, so we shouldn't even compare that. But the Bills game, the Niners game. The 49ers game and even Seattle, like I, we're even talking about Seattle, right? Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, you know, they always play as tough, but I, I, I think their defense is, is Swiss cheese. I, like, I mean, I don't think that's going to be a forty to ten game, but I think we win that game by a touchdown or two. Like, I don't okay, know. but I, but Bills, Bills, Niners, Cowboys. No, the next three games, right. honestly, I'm just going to be real. If we, I would be through the moon if we went yeah. two and one the next three. The only thing that scares me about that Seahawks Preferably game is we have to travel. We have France. to travel <laughs> to Seattle. We have to go to Seattle though. That's a pain. No, I mean that's good, tough, but I, I, I just, I mean they have good receivers and 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 Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but Geno Smith, come on, I, 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 I feel and that and you know they have a, a pretty okay defense, but um, hey, Bill, Bill, give it Sunday. Zach Wilson, the, jet, the, the Jets. No, I mean, I think I think we look past. I, I think we were looking past the Jets to the Cowboys personally a little bit. Yeah. And I think and mm-hmm. I think that no, I'm sorry, the Dolphins the Dolphins were the next game. I think we were already to an end. And I think watching Jalen play that game and just how we overall the, the vibe. Although, I mean, our defense played great that game. I mean, mm-hmm. to have four turnovers, we gave him the ball four times inside the 50. And held them to 20 points. I mean, that's pretty. I mean, I know it's the Jets, but still, I mean, we, they had the ball field goal range four times from us. Like, just that's 12 points. I think uh, everyone on post game, when they interviewed the players, said the same thing. It was like, we're not playing our best complete football yet. And I'm like, at 10 games in, I'm like, at yeah. what point is this going to click? And that I think is our, um, 
our, our Achilles heel going back to that is that we can't play a complete game yet. And 10 games in, we should be doing that. But, he, but, I will, but, but the counter to that in a positive way is look at San Fran. They were 5-0. and oh, oh, my God, they're better than the Eagles or 4-1, and one, whatever they were, 5-0. and oh. They didn't lose three in a row. And everybody's like, well, you know, I mean, and now all of a sudden, you know, oh, should they play Sam Darnold? Is Purdy really the guy? They have two games, and all of a sudden it's back to, well, they're better than the Eagles. This is such a game like any sport, any other sport, and streaks. And that's why I'm so positive. Our defense – has gotten better and better, I feel, the last six, seven games. I feel the defense is becoming more reliable. It's more of the bend, don't break, what we've been doing. And I think my my positive, you know, drink the Kool-Aid goggles as an Eagles fan is once the offense can find a rhythm, then I think it's look out. We'll beat anybody in this league, like anybody, like, and that, and John, I think that's kind of the, what, what well, I mean, how do you do. find the rhythm? I mean, and, like, and no, I mean, like, I, and that, I mean, I, again, that's part of the coach's job and the player's job and, you know, people, you know, I, I, I think it was, um, they've had 10 games though. Like that, that's where I'm like, okay, you've, it's not like Devonte Smith is, is bad, is banged up. It's not like Goddard's been hurt since the beginning of the season, but like you had those guys healthy. It's you've what had we said though, too, backs. John, it's, we have a new offensive coordinator. Like that's a big thing. Like that's a very, I mean, that's, that's the guy, a, a new guy calling plays. I mean, what else? And, and we're still winning games. We have a new starting running back. We just lost an all pro tight end. Our O line hasn't, has played what two games together this season. Healthy. We haven't had a healthy O line. Like that's one of the things we had last year was health. We had consistently, nobody really got hurt. We lost Maddox again. You know, it's we lost Bradbury for a game. We are uh, we lo- you know we lost Nicobe Dean. Listen, know, injuries like, happen. I get that, but like didn't the, last year. Last year we had no major injuries, and look what happens. We were dominant. This year we're dealing with injuries, new players in key positions, and another thing is too is the league had a full year of tape on Jalen to say okay. What can we try to do to slow Jalen down? And now it goes back to what Matt said. This is part of the developmental process. Okay, you learn how to spy. And, and, and I guess that's kind of what I'm saying, John. But how, when, you, but how, when, you, when you say, when you say, I feel we got lucky, you don't beat the Chiefs in our head getting lucky. We what? beat them, plain and simple. I think it's a combination of both. I think it's a combination of. Uh, of both last well, any night. Sports I game's going to have luck involved, yeah. like a bad break, but not, you don't, nine you don't out of 10 it. times. Not, let's just go five out of five times. Five out of five times is Travis Kelsey dropping and fumbling that many, that, that many times. He it's had not, one drop on third and two of the two. Well, it wasn't like it was an 80 yard catch. It was third and two and he dropped the ball. I mean, but I'm willing to egregious. bet. I'm also willing to bet that Valdez Scantling. If, if, if you, if you run that, that play, Three more, two more times. Best out of three, he catches at least one of those. And it wasn't like he was covered close; like he was like three yards past. For he beat him. He beat him. I mean, that was that was his ball. And I and I get it, Bill. Like you know, Rogers years ago throws the hail mary against the the Lions and they win at the end of the game. Like luck, I get that. Um, but you know, I think I think the sorry to cut you off, John. No, 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 I got to get no. this out though. I think I think what are the great debate 
right now is on this podcast and it's kind of cut right down the middle, right? We got kind of John and I all on one side, Jesse and Bill on the other. I think what it is, is, is what is a win more than, um, Oh my God, I lost it. I lost the thought. I lost it. I lost it. Bring it back. Ah, John. Finish your thought. thought, It'll probably come up. It'll probably come up. I lost my thought. No, I'm just kidding. I don't Uh, don't lose my thought. So I'll go, go. Bill. Go. I'm going to say this. This is the NFL. This isn't college where style points win and you need to win by 30 to make sure you're, you're ranked high in the CBS. This is everybody on that field. Coaching trainers, players is paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to millions of dollars to do one thing, win. Mm -hmm. And, the Eagles have won nine out of 10 games this year, back-to-back years. That isn't luck. Yes, there's some breaks that go their way. They got the shit kicked into, and, and, uh, down their throat for three quarters yesterday, and the score was still, what, 17-7. to seven. They were always one score away from making this a game, and they did it. They scored that touchdown, make it 17-14, and what did the Chiefs do? Go three and out. We got the ball back. Jalen made the one big play. And I think that's really what you're not used to. And it's not like it's cemented and, you know, things, you know, can change obviously on very quickly in the NFL, but you're, and what, even though I verbally assault him during the game, that's my way of loving my quarterback is we have, I don't want to say it because he hasn't been there. He's not there yet, but I'm saying this. I'm putting this in the universe. Jalen is on his way to being an elite quarterback. And we haven't had one of them since McNabb, but even McNabb didn't have the clutch gene. We have an elite quarterback who is not afraid of the moment. McNabb was a excellent quarterback, but I guarantee if McNabb was on this team, we don't win that game yesterday. I, I am any amount of money. I am less concerned about Jalen Hurts than I am the defense of this team because the defense of this team has been a problem, a problem since February 11th of last year. Yeah, but so, but so the, the Chiefs, the, the Chiefs gave us let us score 35 points last year. We just let them score 38 or whatever it was, or. 30. We, we scored in the thirties last year. So I think, and your quarterback fumbled the ball. Not that he's my quarterback too. I love him. But again, like that's a mistake you can't make fine. Whatever luck. Maybe that ball. And that's where I think some young quarterbacks that could have crushed them. But I'm, but I'm more cons- I'm, I'm less concerned about Jalen hurts and his ability because he's shown that he can, he has gotten better and he can, he is growing. He's learning. Um, which I think is a, is a good trait. I like his, uh, his moxie. He doesn't get too high. He doesn't get too low. As he says, he's not my concern. My concern is the defense of this team, this football team and the, the unwavering, um, lackadaisical type defense that we seem to kind of let teams back in or, you know, like last night giving, they started at the nine yard line. We didn't even talk about the fucking special teams who I think are, but they should have gotten the fucking, uh, the game ball last night. Yeah, no, no, that play of the last drive, the tackle Tony, Dude, that punter yeah. punt man punted the shit out of the ball. Our, our uh, special teams guys went down there and made tackles a couple times. Uh, 
Uh, Tony b- broke a few. Covey, Covey had a couple good returns, but but yeah. paying them back and then giving them the Fletcher Cox penalty gave him the uh, 15 yards plus the the 15 of the play that was 30. But how about on third down when when Sweat causes the grounding? How about against the Cowboys game when we got two sacks on the final drive against Dak to end that game? So I think I think it's, are, we're, it's we're not getting fair. It's just as fair to say. When the when the when it's time for the pedal to hit the metal, this defense has another gear too. How about you know? How about Bard, who I who I love the rag on, got 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 beat on that first Justin Watson yeah. touchdown because he picked up the wrong guy. And what did he do? He baited Mahomes in that interception. I think it's easy to shit on this defense because they do. Again, I understand that that I that's when I had to put my laptop in when I got up. He brought up the Justin Watson drop on fourth and 25. That should have been a catch. And now that's first and 10 at the 40. Here we go with a mm-hmm. minute to go. Shit, what are we doing? But again, Slay got there. He bumped him a little bit. It wasn't a penalty, but, you know, it's, it's one of those that it's, it's easy to say the what if or the defense doesn't do it. But again, we're not five and four right now. We're not, you know, we're not like shit. We wouldn't, you know, we're, we're battling for a wild card spot. It's, everybody's chasing us and everybody we're in that chiefs category that whenever somebody sees the Eagles come into town or they come to the link, it's, this is their super bowl almost to come play us. And we take every team's best shot week in and week out. And yeah, it might not be pretty, but I, I kind of equate this team to a better version of the Phillies that I think they're, and I'm not saying this is exactly accurate, but this is something I just kind of thought of as I was talking. Part of me thinks with the Kelsey's and the veterans and the guys, they're kind of just going through the motions because they're, this team is built for the playoffs. Like we're like, this is get to the playoffs. Let's lock up home field. It's not they're playing down to their opponents. When you win the division, you play a first, you play all the first place teams in the league. So we're playing all the best teams in the league and we're 13 and zero against them. Like, what the fuck else do we have to do to be like, okay, maybe we got something here. You know, we it's gotta like, beat them yeah. by 21 points. We got to beat them by 21 points, Bill. And then we'll be happy. Yeah. I mean, but I, even I think then, that's I feel what, like it's going to, I feel like game and then it's going to be like, well, you know, well, it could have been 28 points. Yeah, exactly. Or, you yeah. know, 28 because they had the fumble or the block pun and how, you know? So, and, and again, I get not, it. That's just our nature. John said it earlier and it's yeah. true. We're not used to having elite teams. Even the McNabb yep. years, yeah. we only had one or two like really dominant years in that 10-year stretch. And one of them was with T.O. And we saw what could happen <laughs> if yep. we had a true well, guy. Well, we were straight, and that's the one thing. We were straight smashing teams. That yeah, year. Like, like that was a no-doubter. And like last year, we had that vibe, no-doubter. But what did everybody say? Oh, you didn't play any quarterbacks. Well, okay, well, we beat two. We beat Ty Hill and two and Waddle. Oh, well, just the Dolphins. Okay, well, we beat – people are saying Dallas is a dark horse team. Well, they came into the town, and they were winning at halftime by a touchdown, and we won the game. Okay, well, that's – And we smashed And we smashed the 49ers, you know. Like, the difference that was, between all those teams, though. We're down by though. 10 at halftime. We're down by 10 at halftime. Everyone's, oh, the game's over. Doors the and what happens? We win the game. Well, you didn't really win. The Chiefs lost it. Well, the scoreboard says we won. So I think, and I think what this kind of does too a little bit, and I actually like this, that like most national media still kind of, it, it, it gives us that little dog fuel to be like, what else we got to do? 
We're nine and, and that's one. What, and people that's still what say San to, Fran and Detroit are better. That's what we're used to feeling, Bill. We're feeling we're we're used to being in that 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 dog, that underdog role. Yeah, like and it's like nine and one is not that underdog role. Nine and one is top you're, dog. you're at the top yeah. of the mountain. You're yeah, top like dog. we're the big yeah. dog on the block, but yet everybody still just goes purdy, 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 purdy. Well, yeah. Next time I look, he lost three games in a row. He lost to Kirk Cousins, who we beat. He lost to PJ Tucker, the Browns backup. Now, granted, they missed a field goal. They should have won that game, but yeah. hey, score a touchdown. Don't need don't hey, but luck. a field goal. You win. Hey, there you go. Luck. You know, Browns yeah. got a little luck, you know. And then, you know, and then they lose to who, who, who was that third loss to? I forget who they lose that third game to, John. The Niners? Uh, yeah, they lost to the Vikings. They lost to the Browns. And they lost to what's what's Was it Broncos? Loss? Was it Broncos? No, nah, it wasn't the Broncos. It was, um, fuck, who was it? Niners losses, but I mean, uh, but the point was, is they were, they were the greatest things since Browns, 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 yeah. Browns, Vikings, Bengals, Bengals. Yeah. The Bengals, Joey Bengals. B what happened? Joey B came to San Fran. I remember that. Oh, this is the per Joey blew, blew the doors off of that team. Purdy had the three interceptions. The Bengals defense is dog shit. And they lit them up. Now, granted, I understand they didn't have Debo and that's a big piece. I'm not denying that. And Debo was out those three. Debo was they're out. Banked up. I mean, now, I mean, Purdy's, Purdy's back. Uh, Debo's back. Uh, Kittle was banged up. I mean, I let, think let, the, the thought I was trying to make earlier, and it's not going to be as articulate as I, it, that that's gone. I don't know what happened, <laughs> but I think it's, it's, it's again, going back to the identity of this team after 10 weeks, it's, how do you define what a win is? You know, it's like, what's your definition of what a win really is? And I think it's divided right now all across, you know, Eagles country. And especially 100%. on this podcast, it's just, I just listen, don't, I don't, how do I don't you define a win? I don't listen, get it. listen to sports talk radio. It's the same thing. It's like people, some people call in, they're super ecstatic. Some people call in, they're like, yeah, it's not very convincing. And then the hosts are like, I don't get it. What but there's, there's no and, doubt and in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind that I'm 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 excited to be nine and one. I sure. mean, how can we not be excited about that? But there, to you your point, John, I your analogy of of coming in and winging a, a pop quiz and getting by, it, it, it that is that is the I have the same exact feeling. I, I think that's it's the same so exact feeling. I'm so further to the opposite spectrum. Well, we can see how things. Bill got through high school, John. We can <laughs> yeah, see how Bill I, got through high school. Yeah, I studied, and um, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, uh, and 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 two twofold. One thing, John used to, and I can't know if it was earlier this year, but I'm I feel pretty confident that this is somewhat factual, and I'm paraphrasing what you said a lot. Hit me. Is a lot of Enjoy the ride. Yeah. Like, yeah, we want yeah. to get to the playoffs, Super Bowl, get back Super Bowl and all that shit, but enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride week to week. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, when we were we beat the, the the commanders twice, and you know, we you know, we beat, you know, whoever else we, you know, whoever we were beating, everyone said, What did they say? Well, you didn't play the Cowboys yet or the Dolphins or the Chiefs. Well, we just beat all three of those teams. Right. And we're not and used to was, it. And I think that's why. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just you know, you didn't win by, you know, like Matt said, you didn't win by 21, so it doesn't count. Well, so what? If the Chiefs came back to win that game on a last play, to, that changes the game. And again, I but get it. Like, think about it, though. For years, for years, for 20 years, it was the Patriots. For 20 years, it was the Patriots. Yeah. 
It was a dynasty above all dynasties. We were able to slay that dragon. We lost to them in the Super Bowl. Every year, every time we played them in the regular season, whether we won or lost, it was the Patriots. Everyone hated the Patriots. We finally get to, get to the, the mountaintop, and we beat them. And then what happens? That dynasty ends up winning one more Super Bowl, and then it breaks up. And then what happens? Here comes another dynasty, and it's the, it's the Chiefs. With and they eight. beat us last year, same way. We lost by a field goal. Brady but, beat us by a field goal. But this is like the beginning of their sort of dynasty. I'm just like, shit, are we at the cusp of a dynasty? I don't know. No, I, and and it's, hard to, it's hard I mean, what, I mean, what's Jalen? He's 23 and two in regular season. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how. And again, it's not, he's not the only reason we're winning games, but it's like everything else when. When when Brady went twenty three and two, it was because of Brady and Belichick. So how is not that not fair to say it's you the know what I mean? It's it's, and I think that's what I've I've accepted that we've had so many years, and I mean obviously seventeen, Nick. You know, are you know you always be you always be the, the the king number nine, but it's you know it's that even we we even knew deep down that was like a one off. Like, well, that was a sweet. That was a storybook. I mean, yeah, it was. And unless Carson came back to be the guy, we all knew deep down yeah. that okay, we caught lightning in a bottle. Great. We all, we you know, we all sold our souls for that one, and I wouldn't change anything about that season. That was magical. Mm-hmm. But now, Howie, I'm going to vomit saying this. But I'm, I'm getting sick <laughs> to my stomach saying this. But Howie went back to the lab and saw what that team was, and has instilled a philosophy on how to build a winning team, what he sees as his vision and he's perfecting it. And as fans, like you said, we're not some of us, cause I'm able to kind of get on the, get on the wagon of like, I'm not afraid of, I'm not taking for granted playing the bills and the 49ers. They got to beat us. We've already fucked all you teams up except for the chiefs. And we just did that. Jalen never beat Dak. What did he do? He beat Dak. Okay. Like Jalen is, has goes going through his checkbox. Brock Purdy. Oh, everyone, you know, all you Debo and all you guys said if Brock Purdy didn't get hurt, you would have beat us last year. Well, that's the goal of the defense is to take your quarterback out of the game. And we accomplished that pretty early. So it, to me, it's just like, and, and I don't want to look past the bills by any means, because the bills can put up a 30 burger like that. Yeah. Um, it gets this sure. secondary. And they're, and, they're hum, um, and they're humming now. Yeah, they that. are, but their defense is kind of I, – I, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, but I still think – you know, and I don't know if we want to shift to that part of the podcast predictions for next week. Yeah. Um, we can we can, we can shift to predictions. Um, I want to throw another analogy out there before okay. we – you know, I, I, I'm – I just – we've all seen the movie Titanic, right? And you know that scene where they're sitting at the table – and and the you know it's the C-suite. They're si- sipping on their brandy, smoking their cigars. They're feeling good, and the the tables kind of divide. Like everyone at the table is like, no, we should fire up the you know the last you, you know the the final engine. Let's get this thing humming. Like what's 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 stopping us? You know, and the captain's there, and he's still there's something in the back of his head is he's not fully comfortable with it. You know, firing up that final engine. It's just like. The ship's too new. 
We're still learning, learning how she, how she, how she, how she, you know, navigates the sea and everything like that. No, no, no. I'm, you know, I'm the architect. I, I know she can take it. This, this ship's indestructible. Fire up the engine. Let's see what she's got. You know what I mean? And then what happened? Right. Boom. Boom. And it's like, I feel like John, you and I are with the captain. Yeah. Saying, Hey man, let's, let's, let's let's take her easy here let's you know you know because we've been bro- we've been broken before we're cruising pretty good we've right been on the we're ship cruising, yeah we're cruising pretty good what what's 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 wrong with this right now you know what i mean let's 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 continue to learn learn this ship you know the ins and outs of it what what it's what she's good what she's good with what she's not good with let's make adjustments Let's 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 be cautious here, you know. And I think Bill and Jesse just want to fire up that other that engine, you know. And, and they're not the only ones. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are just like, "Let's go, baby, full steam." But ahead. I don't know what else we're waiting. You know, for. like we're heading into icy cold. water. Ah, it's fine. We're indestructible. We're we're the Titanic. We can't be sunk. You know. I, I Bill, I think it's to answer your question. What more are we waiting for? I think it's the the fact that we've we've never been here. It's unsettling. We may be as good as we are. We don't know, but we always know that there's we that maybe one, are who we thought they were. There, there might be that one catch that that MVS catch that is going to be on the on the tail end of a bigger game, a playoff game. A playoff that game. might be like, oh well, how about now? Uh, well, we played really good all season, and we were fourteen three, and and we got the first round of the playoffs. And the yeah, fun, but then remember it's when like, we why were nine and one? That was you neat. can't enjoy it. Like it's almost well, like. I, well, no, I, I mean, it's, it, that's yeah. a fair point. You it's know a, what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. and, and not that I'm trying to be like harsh with that statement because I'm not, but it's like, you can't, uh, at least for me as a sports fan, I don't watch it with a piano hanging over my head, waiting for the rope to cut and saying, Oh my God, here it comes. It's, it's no, it's, it's kind of, I feel like we become the big bad wolf saying, Oh, you know, everyone, here comes the gauntlet. Here comes Dallas. Dallas has won one playoff game in the last, what, 30, 25 years? Yeah. And every year we got to hear how, about how Dallas is going to win the division, go Super Bowl. They haven't done shit. We had a second-year quarterback lose by a field goal to what people are saying is arguably the greatest quarterback since Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, the greatest offensive head coach since Bill Walsh. And we how, lost by a field goal. With but how high quarter. were we going into that game? Going into the Super Bowl, going, you know what? We're a better team than them. Look how great we played all season. And then after halftime, and look know. what happened with Mahomes in the second Super Bowl against against the page against the Buccaneers. I, I know, but Dan, the Buccaneers were a, a fairer team, but they had I think Tom we're Brady. Just so we're just so Brady. we're just so used to getting burned, you know. I mean, we didn't case think- in point, we're all Sixers fans here. You know, we're just tired of getting burned, man. Who? That's it. Who? Super Bowl Fifty Two was a great. What? It was a great run. Did did we think that after Carson Wentz got injured in the Rams game that we had any chance? We absolutely no. didn't. It was sheer no. luck. It was sheer luck and great play. Sheer luck no. and great play. Dominant and defensive end for for most of the playoffs and Super Bowl, and then making plays and being lucky and having and having someone uh, a, a field general back there. You know, I'm not saying Nick Foles is the, the second coming of Tom Brady, but a game manager who had the best game of his career. And that's what it matters. And 
And I think, <laughs> and, 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 and to add to that and to fuel that. And I think what this team has, it's, it's still played by human beings and it's everything else. What's between your ears matters just as much as, because when you get to this level, you've, you've demonstrated that athletically you are the elite of the elite. And what big games are is can you handle it mentally, emotionally, psychologically? Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing is that this team has the opposite feeling of the early 2000s with McNabb and Andy, where, yes, we were a good team always, 10 and 6, 12 and 4, like whatever, 10 to 12 wins a year. We won the division, what, five, six, seven years in a row for NFC championship. We know, we, we know the resume. Yeah. But after that first loss, that first loss to Tampa that closed the vet down, that began the downfall of, I feel, the true downfall, I guess, and only of my lifetime, because that's when we were, what, 19, 20, 21-ish, early 20s. You were in your late teens probably at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. The, the, the Rondé Barber pick six, Joe Jerovicious yeah. chewing us up. That is when the seed of we're never going to do this. We, how do we just do this crept in? And what I'm saying as a psychological breakthrough for the, uh, the fan base is that the players we have, we still have what three or four guys that want to, that have a ring in Kelsey Lane, Johnson, BG Fletcher, four legitimate starters mm-hmm. that have a ring mm-hmm. and Jake um, Elliott, Jake Elliott five. You're right. <laughs> uh, that's a big fifth. I mean, yeah. that's a big fifth. I mean, he had big field goals. Yeah. Um, and what I'm saying is, is when the biggest stage comes, the guys that we have that put on the pads now don't shrink in the moment they rise to the occasion. And that's what I've seen with this team. Jalen's first year as a starter. Yeah. We got the door thrown off against Tampa, but he made the playoffs after we were what four and 12 the year before. Finishes nine and eight after they let Shecton call the plays, got him in a rhythm, showed, okay, he can do it. What does he do his first full year with an offseason as a starting quarterback? Goes 14 and three, plays hurt throughout the playoff, the Super Bowl, and makes one mistake when Mahomes made zero. And that was the difference. Literally, the difference. One mistake against the team. Mahomes had no turnovers. Jalen had one. That was the mistake. So what do we do this year? You know, we caught, we had that cautious optimism of, okay, we're returning all the same guys. We got a, We got a new running back and a few new guys. We lost two linebackers. That sucks. You know, everybody's year older on defense on the, and the, on the, on the outside. And what do they do? They continuously win games. And I guess that's my viewpoint as a fan. It's I, Gladly will take a win every week by a field goal or less because it's a W. Yeah, I'd rather have a game where the third quarter we're up by 17 and it's like I don't have Ajita mm-hmm. the whole game and I'm, and I'm motherfucking my quarterback because I'm so mad right now. But at the end of the day, I have so much faith in this team that – they're just fun to watch and believe in. And my hope is that you guys get on that train. Well, I'm not trying to say you don't believe, aren't fa- like just well, we're have that enjoyment. It's just as yeah. opposed to the we're rooting for him. And I, and, no, I don't and, doubt and, and that. I have fun watching the game, uh, the games like, 
believe me, like last and especially last night, like last night, I, I, I thought last night's game was phenomenal. Um, it's just, I, I, I'm, I'm just hoping that, 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 that analogy that John, that feeling you get, you know, that, of that, that picture that John painted, that's, that's the feeling that I get with this team still. And I'm hoping that, you know, and I think, I think what, what they showed last night in the win against an elite team against one of the greats in Mahomes, you know, having able to, you know, go in, go in the first half and get, uh, you know, getting their, getting your butts kicked a little bit, both like not by just the point, not by, you know, the scoreboard, but just, I think mentally and physically, you know, they were out schemed, you know, and that's something we're not, we're also not used to, right guys is like yeah. making it, making the right adjustments. They know. Right? And, uh, I, and, 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 and coming back team. out. We've become you know, a second half team, and I'd rather yeah. be a second half team than a first we, half team. We never had we never had the counter punch, right? Like like Bill said, like especially in the Andy years, you know, it was always we would come out and hit first, and then we never knew how to defend ourselves when the counter punch came. But now it's like, well, wait a minute, like we just we just did that last night against the best there is, you know. So and, it's like we're not. I think it's we're just not used to it, you know? And last year, Matt, we were, we were rolling teams rolling. I know. I know. And it was like, Oh, by this, by halftime, you're like, why we don't have to watch the rest of this game. We're up 20, 30 points. And then what would happen? I know. And the bills bills point and the bills point. That's just not realistic. It's not. And the schedule we're playing, we have the hardest schedule in football this year. I get that. I get that. I, we're four and zero. We beat the Vikings in the playoffs. If the, if the if the playoffs started today, Vikings are in. We beat them. Cowboys are in. We beat them. Um, Dolphins are in. We beat them. Uh, who else did we beat? That um, the Chiefs. For so we if the playoffs ended today, there's 14 teams in it, and we've beaten four of them. So the playoff picture right now, I brought it up as we were talking on the podcast. It's the Eagles, Lions, Niners, Saints, Cowboys, Seahawks, Vikings. And we beat and we beat the Vikings and Cowboys already. So we beat those guys. And then if you go to the AFC, Saints, Saints don't scare Josh me. Dobbs. We haven't beaten with Josh Jobs at the helm. Oh uh, yeah, scary Joshy Dobbies. I do like I, I do miss that kid. Bill, I just want to also say that I think well, I'll say it at the end when we wrap this up. But go ahead, Matt, with the playoffs. Oh yeah, no, no, the playoffs. I mean, AFC. You got the Ravens, Chiefs, Jaguars, Dolphins, Browns, Texans, Steelers. I'd say other than the Chiefs. I mean, who scares you? Dolphins? I don't know. Beat I mean, them already. What's next? Yeah. I always look so, at the story, Super Bowl. The story for the Super Bowl with me would be Nick Sirianni against his, Doug Pearson against his replacement. That would be the story. Every Super Bowl has a story. You have to look at what the story is going to be. That would be do. Perfect. I think the NFL is praying for a rematch of last year. Uh, yeah, it's going to be the, Kel- we're going to, it's going to be the, Kel- we're going to be force fed Kelsey brother, you know, fifth grade photographs again. <laughs> I think uh, he's sick of that. I, I don't think, well, I mean, it, how, John, just think of it. How come it was the highest rated game in 20 years last night? Why was it? Yeah. Cause it's the two it's best, teams, best teams. That's that's and, fair. and the two best quarterbacks. Uh, I, I think it's fair to say Joey. I mean, I, would I take Joe Burrow over Mc, uh, over Jalen at this point? No, because Joe Burrow has only played one, one full season on about getting hurt. And yes. then, What's what's Josh Allen won? He has not been to the Super Bowl. He made the one AFC Championship game, and he couldn't outduel Mahomes. 
I would speak probably the best team, but I mean, listen, if it, if it isn't the chiefs and they get beat by the Jags or the dolphins, I'm happy to play them as well. I just, I, when we beat the Patriots is like, all right, we beat the bet. Like we beat the yeah. dynasty. You know, we I mean? slayed the dragon. It wasn't, you know? it wasn't the Ravens who had, I think this brings speak- me to a good way to, sorry, segue. Yeah. It's my focus. And it's been this way all year with them. I mean, we obviously as fans, you hypotheticalize, you know, hypothetical, you know, um, I can't think of the word I want to say, um, uh, theorize on who may be this or that and the other, but I really had a, I've had a week to week mentality with this team, like just win this week. And that's where I think, and as the Eagles have now starting tomorrow after, after the day off today, probably it's, it's the bills. That's all I care about are the bills right now. Yeah. The bills are my well, square focus right now as it, a fan. Well, Vegas is given the bill, uh, the Eagles three points. So they're saying it's a coin flip because you get three at home, no matter what it's a coin flip yep. game. And that's, and I mean, that's, I mean, that's fair. That's a shot. Goals. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that's a shot at, at the team. That's nine and one. Yeah. No, it is. So it it is back to the point about not being respected. Coming, yeah. off, coming off, coming off the biggest Monday night game in 25 years and beating possibly the greatest quarterback of all time. We yeah. still get a coin flip game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the NFL against a team that's not even in the playoffs. If it ended tomorrow. No, they're not even, but in the they're playoffs. saying that, you know, that the, the bills, you know, everybody thinks cause they blew the jets out that they've readied the ship and, you know, maybe, maybe they did, but you know, I still, I, 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 I still, if we keep this game close, I trust Jalen over Josh Allen. And that's, you know, is that, that's a home game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's at the yeah. lane. It was San Fran. Actually. I thought we were on the road for San Fran. No, San Fran's at home too. We, we go out to the Seahawks. Yep. No, I mean, you know, so it's, you know, you know, those are two games that, you know, it's just a one o'clock game or they're all, all, everything now is uh, later. And I even think the last game they'll probably flex. Yeah, I think, Oh, I think Dallas, they're definitely flex Dallas. Probably Dallas is already an eight twenty. Oh, it is. Okay. The last game of the season is a one o'clock, but I, I mean, I imagine. Oh, unless, unless everything's already locked up and the game doesn't matter. Maybe they leave it for at that point, 16 and one. It's like, well, why even have it? <laughs> so to round out the episode, going into Bills yeah. Week, Buffalo and Bills Week. We should call it Bills Week because Bills driving to Broad Street. Bills Week, fucking launching. Wild Bills, <laughs> Wild Bills Week, Wild Listen, Wild Buffalo Bills Week. <laughs> I'm enjoying the ride. There's no better team in the NFL than us, in my opinion. I, You're I right. feel. You're right. I, yeah. I I just feel that you know, the, the the goal of every week is to beat the opponent in front of you. And nobody's done that more consistently than us. And you can't so what's say your, what's your final score, Bill, for the Bills game. For the Bills game, I'm gonna say thirty to twenty-seven Eagles. Oh wow! Okay, thirty to twenty-seven. I have like for some reason twenty-eight, fourteen Eagles sticks out in my head. I know that's probably too many. That's probably too comfortable. I think that's going to be a hand. Stefan Diggs is going to be a handful for us, but that's what I want to see though. I think if I, if I see a 28, 14 win, I think I'll feel a lot better about this team. And I, and I think that 30, 27 to go next gen on my prediction is I think we're going to be up 30 to 20 and they're going to get a late touchdown and it's going to be like, oh, yeah, fuck 30, 27 <laughs> is the more realistic outcome, like point differential. But 
to me, I, I I'm still hoping like probably John is, I'm hoping to see like a convincing, like, just like Listen, the score is like, if we, we stop won the that run, game. If we can get back to stopping the run, we didn't have a good week with that this week and make Josh Allen one dimensional. That plays right into our hands because he is very frivolous with that ball. I, I don't think any of these true. games moving forward are going to be a, a blowout win. I think this is going to be like a, like a 31, 27 game. It's, it, it's, it, it's just, we're, we're just not playing. I don't think we're just playing. They have, a, I think they have a better defense than we think. Um, Actually, we'll I kind of don't think they're, I don't think they're as good as Dallas or as Kansas cities. I think we're going to score points, but I think their offense is going to move the ball. I think, yeah. And I think they're going to have some like big, big, like, big and, and I think that's my, my biggest issue is like, show me, you know, hold a hold a, a good team to like, you know, get some turnovers, get some sacks, you know, which again, we did that this week, which I get, but yeah, I do it more consistently where I'm kind of like, okay, oh man, we got like, there's a seven sack game, you know, we did, we, you know, and we, we got an interception or two, you know what I mean? And again, we're, we're blind to the fact that last year with, with, with the best safety basically in the league with the most interceptions, basically, um, we're missing that too. You know, that's, yeah. and that's why I'm kind of like hesitant still. Like who's, who's our stud safety. Maybe it is Bayard. Maybe but it I is. Know. I mean, I mean you know, I, I, I think, and that's one of the things I think where we're going to win, but I think Buffalo has, is, you yeah. know, they're, they're, they're trying to get scrappy, but I think Sean McDermott is a terrible head coach. I think he gets fired after this year, in my opinion. Um, and I think the bills lost their mojo. And I know it's any given Sunday, this, that, and the other. I just don't think they have it, but they have playmakers that I actually want to change my prediction to 30 to 20 that we're going to win by, we're going to win by over a touchdown. Cause I don't think, I I, I think we're going to come out and score points. I think we're going to take the lead early. Like I see this being like, a 14 nothing 14 to three game for us. And then we make them one dimensional and we're going to see the Josh Allen turnover show. I think I, I, well, that'll I, I help th- my defense and fantasy. So <laughs> does the Kelly right, green, though. does the Kelly green jerseys uh, make any impact in the game this week? Uh, the, they're wearing Ooh, them this week. I saw they're them wearing them back this year, but I didn't know. Perfect. When. Yep. Perfect. Does that, Even does better. that have any impact? Um, It'll have impact. I enjoy me. them. I love I mean, them. We wore them against the dolphins in one. So okay. AFC East teams. So when we wear them, we beat the AFC East teams okay. at home. So we're one that's and awesome. home. There you go. There, that's, there, there's a next gen stat for you. <laughs> there you go. So. Hey, it's 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 a good way to end this this uh, pre-holiday, pre-Thanksgiving episode. Um, so everyone enjoy the birds game. Enjoy the games on Thanksgiving. Everyone have a happy and healthy holiday. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Be good and go birds.